Well, there's actually some good articles that deserve to be pointed out, highlighted, and complimented. And then there's absolute trash. In yesterday's videos, we showed you an NPR article that was titled, The Virus Researchers Cast Doubt on Theory of Coronavirus Lab Accident. Well, what that article forgot to tell you is that the, quote, experts, the, quote, researchers that they were quoting in this story we're actually connected to the lab that they were talking about. You would think there would be a conflict of interest. And again, when we see these trash stories, they usually hide important elements from you, hide important information that you should know, especially conflict of interest. And then, then there's good news articles like this one, surprisingly from Newsweek, that has connected the dots with Dr. Fucci to personally backing the controversial Wuhan lab with millions of U.S. dollars for research specifically with bats and coronavirus and infecting human beings. Yes, we're going to get into that story, plus a lot more with Tim Pichot, the Liberty Advisor. That was Nailed a long-winded introduction there. I think I said your name right. That I was think, the right? best. That's the best you've ever done. Way better than uh, the first video yesterday. So, All right. Thank now, you. let's stick to Dr. Fucci here. Uh, a man who has been emulated by people like Brad Pitt, promoted by the mainstream media, and kind of seen as a folklore hero to some. And according to polls, it shows that Americans trust Fucci more than Trump. And of, and of course, some uh, polls that uh, were released by the mainstream media should always be questioned. But there's no denying that Dr. Fucci is a f seen as, as favorable by, of course, the mainstream media. And now we're getting information when he was a part of the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases uh, organization that he led. He funded the Wuhan Institute of Virology and other institutions to work on specific research on bats and coronavirus to the tune of close to seven point four million dollars specifically researching this, which, again, was criticized even back then. Other scientists specifically criticized this because they said such risky manipulation of viruses in the lab, this, quote, exploration, this, quote, study could lead to a potential pandemic and accidental release that could really hurt a lot of people. That's what scientists were saying before. And now we're in this particular situation which really should scratch your head, especially with the diplomatic cables that recently came out from the U.S. government talking about how this particular lab, the only level four lab in all of China, conveniently located in Wuhan, China, how this lab had very bad safety procedures and was at risk of releasing a pandemic. This was years ago. Now we have this situation while the mainstream media and YouTube say, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. There's no way this came from a lab. Of course, that's what I've been saying. That's what Zero Hedge has been saying all the way back in January. Zero Hedge got banned off Twitter for saying this. And now more information is coming out. Of course, we don't have a smoking gun yet, but we have a lot of preliminary information that really suggests that this could be the case. And that's important to highlight uh, to you, but uh, especially with the big kind of conflict of interest with Dr. Fucci, which again, many Americans don't know about. And again, that's not the only conflict of interest. There's also, of course, Event 201 that we did an entire video about that is titled Bill Gates and Pandemic Warnings, What You're Not Being Told, with a very eye-opening meeting being held with 
people like Dr. Fucci and others talking about censoring information during this time, which is exactly what's happening. A lot of it is censoring information, talking about the data that we're talking about right now. It's like a full circle here, Tim, but that's not the only conflict of interest, right? No, there are conflicts of interest everywhere. I mean, especially with uh, Fauci. I mean, I, I think it's funny that people would rather trust him than Trump. It's like, uh, you know, would rather get uh, poked in the eyes or kicked in the you know where or something. So it's like you got two two bad choices on that one when it comes to you know what's going on. But you know, he was leading. Yeah, I'm something. trying. I'm trying to look for the source of that that poll. I can't find it. Newsweek quoted it without sourcing it. So apologies, but that's what they said in their article uh, in the beginning. Sorry. Go ahead, Tim. You are fake news. No, just kidding. <laughs> so we got the, yeah. But anyways, he was leading this decade of vaccines that Bill Gates in 2010 had a decade of vaccines. Council Fauci was one of the board members of that. Of that. Also, I mean, keep in mind that Fauci was uh, basically, I mean, he was, I mean, Gates was funding, you know, the NIH, the National Institute of Health, the World Health Organization, CDC, which I didn't even realize till recently that the CDC was, you know, essentially like a, like a charity, which I didn't even uh, really even realize this. And so as we are going... Uh, and taking a look at some of this other, uh, you know, what we would alluded to earlier with this Wuhan lab outbreak, this was actually this seafood, this whole Wuhan seafood market deal was only 900 feet away. They're saying on zero hedge as the bat flies away from the Chinese version of the CDC. So on the one hand, you've got the Chinese version of the CDC, and then you also have the, this uh, this lab that's in question. Now, the lab, I believe they were saying, was 20 miles away, whereas this uh, uh, Chinese CDC deal is only 900 feet away. So, yeah, here we go. One was 20 miles away. One was 900 feet away. And it really just begs, you know, what is China trying to cover up? Because it looks like Chinese authorities have basically been like, oh, hey, no, this definitely wasn't, wasn't uh, going on over here, even though they had military generals from the Chinese Communist Party that then decided they would go and take over the lab on January 1st, 2020 and issue, you know, go sorts of gag orders and then try to uh, start like scrubbing off, uh, you know, patient records from uh, from their site or not patient records, but one of their uh, one of their top uh, virologists over there. And this is one of the virologists also that, uh, you know, he was doing things with bats and he had been trained in Australia and the Five Eyes Intelligence Agencies, which is Australia, Canada, New Zealand, UK and the US are uh, basically really taking a very close look at the work of Peng Zhao. And as you had mentioned earlier, uh, you know, Zero Hedge was doing some of this reporting earlier and they ended up getting banned from Twitter for trying to do actual real reporting, Luke. Yeah, just, just bringing up the information so you could know about it. And this is something that Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, the big technocrats are crushing down on, which is absolutely ridiculous. We need to have an honest conversation more than ever. And when they cover up, for these larger, bigger pieces of the puzzle that we need to see, you really start to have to ask yourself what's really going on here. And you mentioned about the, you know, the, the, the closeness of the C, of the Chinese CDC to this uh, wet market. Again, uh, everything's connected to what many epidemiologists are talking about is this horseshoe bat, the rhino palafidea. I can't even say that right. Uh, it's like Tim Pachet's name. Uh, but, but this particular bat, of course, was not common in Wuhan, China. It was thousands of miles away in caves that are very difficult to get to that were particularly being studied at this lab. The horseshoe bat was not sold at this wet market. Everything connects to this horseshoe bat, according to many epidemiologists, many scientists, many virologists who are looking at this and saying, hey, 
uh, where, where did this this come from? The whole story of the Chinese patient zero has been changing as well. So, so we're getting a lot of circumstantial evidence. And I am worried about a lot of this information now being promoted by mainstream media because it could potentially also be a psyop to get us into a more war state uh, against China. But that's a whole nother topic. That's, again, uh, speculative theory. But th this information that we're talking about, Dr. Fucci, is also met with new information that we're getting from the Washington Times that released an article that Zero Hedge is talking about here. We got the Zero Hedge article. I don't know if you could pull that up here. But they're specifically talking about this Washington Times article that is titled Wuhan Lab Most Likely Coronavirus Source U.S. government <laughs> analysis finds big, big report here, of course, with Western spy agencies investigating this Wuhan lab and pinpointing it to the cause of everything that's happening right now. Of course, the Chinese government has been pointing fingers against the United States, against migrants, against Africans in their country. There's been a lot of uh, big draconian uh, actions and big propaganda PR moves made by the Chinese uh, to point fingers on uh, everyone else but them during this entire situation. And now we're seeing this kind of escalate to a big war of words, but a big war of propaganda, which we need to understand. Everything should be met with skepticism because just like the intelligence agencies told us there was Russian collusion, told us there was weapons of mass destruction and told us all these other lies. This should always be kind of met with skepticism, which we should meet here, even though I've been talking about the potential of this coming from uh, this Wuhan lab all the way back in January. Again, Zero Hedge was reporting on that as well. And, and a few other independent journalists were, but very few uh actually we're talking about this important issue the few that were were punished we were punished we had our youtube channel totally demonetized probably for many other reasons but but again uh we need to uh, re reiterate here there is no major smoking gun proving that you know the coronavirus sickness came from this wuhan lab but there is a lot of circumstantial evidence to suggest that it is the case so people need to really look at that and to evaluate uh, all the information that we're getting because uh, that's the only real way to come to a proper kind of good conclusion. Now we have a lot of other international news comparatively to how countries are solving this and not solving this. We have interesting news from Australia and New Zealand, countries that decided to lock down that have effectively declared victory over this and have stopped this sickness, which raises, of course, a lot of questions to how to deal with this, especially with the backdrop of Sweden which some people are saying they're doing the right thing. Some people are saying they're not doing the right thing. The numbers there are a little bit uh, conflicting. They're still not fully in there. But what do you make of this Sweden case? Because I know you have a particular belief. I have a particular belief, but I think it's important to understand here. There's two sides of the story. And I don't know about you, but I don't think we're seeing a clear, definitive right answer. Uh, what, what, what do you think, Tim? I mean, in regards to Sweden, I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert in everything that's going on with Sweden, but I know the very first thing they tell you in statistics class is that you can basically lie with any statistic. And so, I mean, I was taught statistics by the guy who taught Dr. Gallup's uh, statistics, uh, one of the head guys at Harris Research. And, you know, they and it's so easy to you know game all these numbers. And, you know, at least when it especially when it comes to like New York City, you know, there's certain economic incentives of, oh, you know, we get X amount of thousands of dollars if you have someone who has COVID-19 and, oh, you get X, you get 
10x if they have a ventilator. I'm just making that number up. Let's say you get 35 grand if they get a ventilator. Now, all of a sudden, every single person has a ventilator. So it doesn't matter if you're 95 years old, about to die anyways. Let's get them on a ventilator and say they had COVID, <laughs> whether they did or not. And so I think... Well, just I, to add some context to the story, I, as a New York City resident, uh, most of the hospital hospitals here are deplorable with really horrible, horrible staff, a lot of mismanagement, a lot of just like shocked uh, individuals who don't give a damn. There's there's a few rare cases and, and few good doctors and amazing, caring, loving human beings who put their blood, sweat and tears into helping another human being. Yes. But there's also pieces of trash. Uh, that need to be accounted for as well. Uh, as far as the money and, and incentives, I mean, you know, that's one particular case that people are bringing up. People are bringing up that the level of debts are added onto because of other circumstances. Overall, the debts are up according to some of the data that I've been seeing, but of course, not to the full numbers and extent that we've been, uh, you know, uh, projected it to have by the supposed experts that have been essentially wrong here. So, uh, again, very interesting the debate. Uh, again, we're not an expert, and I still think we need more time. I don't know. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but I still think we need more time to see yeah. if the Sweden measure was the right measure or if the Australian-New Zealand measure, which is just locking down their country from outsiders, them being on islands, completely beating this, will it come back there? Will they reopen? If they reopen, what will happen? Those questions... Are, are still something that, you know, we need to wait to have a definitive answer for. And anyone telling you this is the right thing, well, to me, they're just jackasses because they don't have yeah. the data to make that decision. Sorry, I mean, go ahead. I mean, we are looking on screen right now, but again, like whether or not I trust these numbers, but it's showing debts per capita of 100,000 residents. Sweden's at 22, Denmark at seven, Norway at four, Finland at four. Again, okay, looks like you're trying to jump in there. I'm, I'm, I, I just I just want to bring up one more point. I'm sorry here, Tim. It's kind of funny for, for me to see, uh, you know, people that I know and kind of loony people being like, don't trust the numbers. The numbers are bad. Don't trust the mainstream media. Don't, they're all bad. It's all fake. Right. Right. They're all screaming. It's 5G. I'm like, oh, OK, whatever. They're all screaming all this stuff. And I'm like, now. The opposite is true. They're like, look at the numbers. Look at the data. Look at this mainstream media articles. Look at this. You have to see it. Look, the numbers are low. And I'm like, okay, see, there's cognitive dissonance here. Like, can we have, can we have one train of thought here? It's like, it's like, uh, what's going on here? Calm down, relax. And people need to be reminded. It's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say, let's wait. It's okay to say, Let's actually uh, figure this out together instead of jumping to conclusions. Well, Sorry, I want well, to talk about what I was actually doing. So, I mean, if you go back to Anarchapoco, I was actually wearing a mask on the flight back home and that I had brought when I didn't see anybody wearing a mask back then. This is February 19th, which, of course, that's when I got my uh, finally caved and, and got the uh, what do they call it? The. Uh, uh, the TSA pre-check thing. So I, fi I finally, I've gone years and years and years of protest, opting out of the machines, and I finally get it right as air travel stops and you don't need to go anywhere. So, you know, F my life for that one. <laughs> but anyways, I was wearing a mask through TSA. I actually have a videotape, but I wasn't sure the legalities of me releasing that videotape of, of, and they were like, why do you have a mask on? This is ridiculous. Like, like what, what idiot would have a mask on? As I'm traveling internationally, while this was still sort of a thing, and a lot of people back then weren't really making a big deal about that. And so I wore it through the international side of the airport because there wasn't a lot of information. We're talking February 19th. And then, you know, fast forward. I mean, I already bought, I bought masks six years ago. I bought hazmat suits six years ago. I have, I've already had all this stuff. But then I saw the media then like pumping it. And then because the media was pumping it, 
I then took the opposite approach and then started thinking it was all BS. Uh, and so, I mean, at first uh, the media wasn't really hyping it and I was just seeing where the tea leaves were going and it had me concerned. And then once I saw the media then started hyping it, then I became not as concerned. I, I was only concerned as so much as that I was concerned about everybody else being concerned and then going through and like, taking up all the toilet paper, which is why I bought a bidet in February also. Cause I'm like, you know, why, I'm like, you know, why am I going to go store a whole garage full of toilet paper when you can go for, you know, for 30 bucks, go buy one of these. Great. Uh, great. I thought that was a great purchase. But anyways, I... I have a very unique sense of this is that I was already prepared with all this stuff before. And then here I am taking my mask and then mailing them to my grandparents instead of actually, you know, using them myself, uh, aside from flying back from Anarchapoco. So, uh, you know, so if my view of this is a lot different than a lot of other people's of the approach that they were taking, because I was prepared then decide right now, sort of like Mike Pence, which we'll get to in another video, uh, decided I'll just go through life, not wearing a mask. Um, but yeah, it could be a big bioweapon. So who knows what they're, what they're up to. Yeah, we're going to get into Pence and de Blasio, two very <laughs> different approaches, two very special kind of bureaucrats that we're going to be addressing in a little bit. But again, uh, the points that you brought up here are important here because the best way not to panic is to be prepared. Uh, that's what I've been telling people from the beginning. And it's okay not to know. We need to gather all their information. And once we do, then we could come to a conclusion. That's our take on it. And I think it's in the meantime, it's important to be courteous and respectful to your neighbors, to the people in your community, especially to the elderly, especially to the immune compromised. And just look out for them and look out for yourself. Look out for your family and be courteous uh, more than ever. If you could ever do that, giving people some space, uh, the whole mask thing, there's a whole big debate about that. And again, it's it's kind of ridiculous that the whole mask thing should have been talked about even before all of this when it can when it comes to other countries and territories that have implemented it and have effectively wiped out things like the flu but that's a whole nother discussion yeah they were doing uh, better they were doing better in mexico than they were at the tsa in america in february yeah. which you know go go figure yeah i mean there's, there's a lot of things that you could point to uh just gather some information look at it and take a moment before emotionally reacting saying this is definitively it we don't know it could be a bioweapon. There could be a larger implications here. It could be nothing. It could be, uh, you know, we don't know. But, and that's important to highlight here. Here's the information we have. If you find it valuable, share it with your friends and family members because, uh, yeah, we talked about stuff that's going to get this channel downranked and, and uh, kicked in the buttocks. So uh, your sharing is more important than ever because you guys do that. Love you guys. Stay tuned for more.